Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. Welcome to Buckets, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network, joined for this weekend recap and awards picture look by Jay Money. Follow him on Twitter at Jay Money is Money. Jay, how was the weekend, my man? Uh, everything's going good, man. Still here, still breathing. Going to take some wins, going to take some losses as well, but we're here to fight another day, right? So I'm always looking towards the uh, the present. It's not really about the past. Just uh, trying to talk some basketball with you, man. Let's do it. We're going to get into the biggest stories from the weekend in the NBA, biggest covers. We'll talk a little bit about MVP. We'll talk about the Western Conference and give you some plays on that as well. At the end of the show, we'll do best bets for Monday's episode. All right, Jay, let's start here. The Philadelphia 76ers uh, had themselves a pretty big road trip this weekend. So Friday night, it was a tough one to the Warriors. They've got a back-to-back. Harden doesn't play in either game with Achilles soreness. Embiid's questionable. He's been pretty banged up, but he plays in both games, which I thought was like really noticeable that – and B would actually go not only play in the Warriors game, play a pretty tough game in that one, come back the next night, and then play in Phoenix. They lose both. And so, as a result, Sixers have lost a little bit of steam in the race for the Eastern Conference number one seed. They had an outside chance of catching Milwaukee last week. Now they're all of a sudden they're four back. So that's pretty much going to be done. Um, the Bucks will likely end up with, with a top two seed, and Sixers won't be able to get past them. Sixers can still catch Boston, um, Milwaukee and Boston play on Thursday. So there's a chance there. I, I will tell you this. We'll talk about the MVP in a second. I am a little concerned that the Sixers are going a little like as somebody that I bet a little Sixers and it's in the app. Like I put some parlays in on, uh, them to win the East and the Suns to win the Western conference. Um, I've got those kind of plays that I put in the app. I'm a little concerned that Embiid is, going so hard for this MVP that he's going to run out of steam here. Like the, I am all for players playing and back to backs. I had, I admire it. I applaud it. I appreciate that. Joel Embiid tried to give the fans good games. I appreciate that from him. 
for this dude with his injury history, now is not the time to be gunning on back-to-backs. He's got a three and four coming up against Joker on Monday. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I am a little bit concerned that for the long term, as far as like if we move past the MVP conversation, you know, and he, the, the whole thing with Draymond where he told Draymond, yeah, you said that Joker was the, the best player in the world. So I had to show you. And that's why I showed you in a loss. Like, I, I'm just like, that's not where I want Embiid's head to be at. If you're trying to win a title right now, even beyond that, just like from a simple, you got to rest him at some point. Like you're going to, you're not going to fall out of the top three. I'm a little concerned that they're gunning a little hard. Like he specifically is gunning a little hard for the MVP right now. Yeah, I mean, but it's on the other end, man, they're just playing basketball, right? I mean, I know – so it's not really unheard of for guys to play every game if you're healthy. Now, I, I know that he has injury history. I know it's a new uh, new form of basketball as well, but I'm not – now, I will give you that. I mean, you can't be losing by 20 on that back-to-back where you could have just sat that one out if it was right. basically a schedule loss. Go ahead and get ready for this NBA uh, NBA TV game versus Jokic. Go ahead and try to ball out in that one. So I, I am a little bit surprised that they play. Um, uh, that he played versus Phoenix, but we can't forget that Jalen McDaniels um, has been banged up as well. He's literally their best perimeter defender. They got this guy from the Hornets midseason. I, I mean, he's just added even more to their depth, and also James Harden has been out as well, so he somewhat had to go ahead and play to, to kind of weather the load for his other guys being out, um, but he did just come out and say that he's um, that he needs to take some time off here pretty soon. He needs a day off that he's tired, so we'll see if he rests versus the Nuggets. Um, um, it would be huge for me if he did. I mean, that would be very eye-opening as well, especially versus the uh, he's uh, competing versus the MVP against. But I uh, can't wait to see if he's going to play uh, versus the Nuggets. The, the, so let's get into that. I think the Monday's game, and currently as we're recording this on Sunday night, uh, Nuggets are a five-point favorite. Total is 228.5. I will have a best bet on this play later. Um, from the MVP perspective, I've been saying this, there's no reason for Embiid to play in this game. Like, it may look bad. Everybody be like, he's ducking him. But like, look, it's a third and four nights. He just played the back-to-back. Try to get two good wins. You're on a West Coast road trip. It's pretty clear he's banged up. The He can't win any, like he could. He could, like, I expect if he plays, he's going to try and rip Joker's head off figuratively. But like, it's going to be hard to top what he did to him in the first game where he dominated that fourth quarter, won that game. Big comeback versus the Nuggets who were up in Philly. Like, What's the win for him in this situation versus if he doesn't play, you don't give him that extra data point. It's all risk here for Embiid from an MB from an MVP perspective. Um, do you think it hurts his case with the voters if he doesn't play in this game? I think it hurts his case a little bit, but I think he has it. Um, as long as he doesn't get injured, as long as he keeps this up, like going for 30 and 10 every time he's out there, I think it's his. Um, I yep. think we, uh, we're we pretty much there where they don't want to give uh, Jokic three straight. Now, in all honesty, I'm with him. I know that they, this is the main year. I'm not going to get into it too much. This is the main year Jokic should get it, but I mean, it's just, it's just really hard to give a guy that hadn't really proven himself in the playoffs three straight MVPs. So I think it, I think it's Embiid to lose here whether he plays or not, but personally I'd like to see him go ahead and go out there and try to get the win. I'd like to see Harden. We know that Harden is most likely to come back here. What if they get Harden, McDaniels, Embiid? I mean, try to yeah. go for this win, man. It's a big yeah. game, man. Reds versus Dallas next game. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the thing is if you go through and you get this win, okay, you stop the two-game losing streak. You're going to get the three seed. Um, there's an outside chance that if, if Milwaukee beats Boston on Thursday, you could be like a game behind them. You might be able to catch Boston, sneak into a two-seed, Get yourself home court for a potential second round series. 
like this, but this one would be big, right? Like, and the big fellow wants it, and that's okay that the, that the big fellow wants it. I think um, I'm with you that I think that I don't necessarily know that him. I don't think him missing this game would change it. I don't think that like people would would punish him by being like, well, he didn't play in that then that second matchup, so I'm not going to give it to him. No, like, uh. Now, if they keep losing, that's a different matter because just like it was with the Nuggets when the Nuggets started like really losing on top of all the discourse conversation. The, it changes the discussion. The recency bias is really important here because these guys are so close. Um, Jokic does get the win over Giannis and the Bucks. who, <clears throat> again, I want to credit the Bucks Back-to-back in altitude. They got the Utah-Denver back-to-back. That is always a spot the teams mail in one of those games. Always. And the Bucks played in both of them. And yeah, like the Bucks smashed the, the Jazz and sat for, like they only played starters 25 minutes. You still had to go through prep. You had to still go through conditioning, still had to go through pregame, still had to go through everything. Then they got travel. They get into Denver. They got the 700-hour drive from the airport in Denver. You get in late, and they go ahead and they play that game. And they and that was I was at that game. It was an awesome first half, and then the Bucks' legs hit, and they got some bad calls, and they unraveled. Um, the referees completely lost control of that game. Nuggets played well. It was a, a dominant performance by Jokic versus Brook Lopez. Just an absolutely dominant performance. Incredible game by him. Um, I actually think that instead of gaining ground for Jokic in the MVP conversation, I think that mostly lost ground for Giannis that even though it's a back-to-back and all these types of things, I think it was more that Giannis had more to gain and he didn't, and he lost and Jokic didn't really gain any on Embiid, especially with it being an elite eight weekend. Yeah. Well, it's simple with me. Giannis has uh, missed too many games to be in a conversation. I know he's played out of his mind. He's probably one of the most unstoppable players in the NBA, but he has missed a way too many games, in my opinion, to be in a conversation for MVP. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. All right, so we kind of covered that. Let's go to the Western Conference. My head's going to explode with this conference, Jay. It's just, it's going to explode. Um, I'm doing playoff picture. If you go to the Action Network app, which you should download right now, on the NBA section on the article side, you'll be able to find playoff picture. Um, I'm updating it basically after every result because I have to. Because after every single game, these teams are moving multiple slots. Like last week, I was like, well, okay, the Pelicans are probably done. Now, as we're recording this on Sunday night, the New Orleans Pelicans set the eighth seed. Like they went from 11th to eighth. The Lakers went from, hey, they could be the five seed by the end of the weekend to they're all the way back down at nine after losing to the Bulls. They get a huge win on Friday versus the Thunder. Thunder looked like they had all the momentum in the world, lost high breaker to, to the Lakers. They're on their intent. 
the Mavericks, who two weeks ago we were like, yeah, it's probably going to be Phoenix-Dallas. That's probably going to be the matchup in the first round. Dallas is on the outside now. Dallas is, is now 11th. They lost to Charlotte twice. Uh, so it's complete chaos. From a betting perspective, futures-wise, I want to ask you this. You got all these teams I think that 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 betters are going to want to glom onto, which is the Warriors, who took a tough loss to the, to the Wolves at home. That was a great win for the Wolves on Sunday night. Uh, you get their defending champs, et cetera. You got the Lakers with LeBron comes back on Sunday, even though they lose. Now you got LeBron and AD back. Who's going to want to bet against them in a play-in type environment. If they get in a one, eight or a two, seven, are you really going to feel good about nuggets or Grizzlies versus LeBron? Um, you got those teams. You've got teams like the Clippers. If PG comes back in two weeks, Clippers have actually played pretty well lately. Like they turned a corner. And then again, like they had another game where it's like, what are you guys doing versus the Pelicans? Right on Saturday night, all these teams are inconsistent. There is nobody in this conference that has proven that they deserve the absolute trust. There is no easy answer here. There is no simple answer here. The closest thing is probably the Suns because Kevin Durant comes back on Wednesday and they're undefeated with, with KD. Now, small sample, lots to figure out here. And clearly the Suns have some deficiencies around the roster because they've struggled so much without KD. But if I told you like, okay, you got to lay... I got to like ballpark this. You got to lay minus 200 on Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings, Suns, or I'm going to give you plus 160 on one of the rest. What are you taking? You're saying to win the West, right? To win the Western Conference. I got to, I got to go with uh, one of the top four. Um, I do think the Kings could like, are going to make it out the first round could possibly get bounced in the second, but I do think uh, when it's all said and done, it's going to be out of Nuggets, Grizzlies and Suns. When it's all said and done, uh, like I say, I mean the Lakers, they'll be lucky to win a playoff series. Um, it depends who they who they get matched up with. But um, Denver is they especially at the house. At the house, they can really clamp down on defense. They're making their shots. I mean, when a team like that with the potent de- uh, offense, when they're playing defense, they're going to be absolutely scary. So if they have the home court advantage. I don't really see them get knocked off at the house and they've shown they can win on a big game on the a road as well. So this might be there. This is, I can tell you this, this is Denver's, this is one of their best shots right now. Um, in my opinion, the Grizzlies are still there because um, they can somewhat match up well with the Nuggets and kind of uh, muscle kind of, kind of be the enforcer there. But yeah, I'm still kind of scared of the Suns there. Um, they got to get right defensively, but when Kevin Durant comes back, I mean, that's going to be with when David Booker being the two and you can't just focus on Booker and they have Aidmet, that would be scary if KD could like come back to elite form. Um, obviously, he wouldn't have much time, but it's, it's going to be good. But I do think uh, the the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, and the Suns are far and above the rest of them. I think Clippers, are, for a while, I was a believer, but now I'm kind of, I feel like Glue is. He has his his head elsewhere. I really think he's tired of uh, coaching these guys. They keep getting injured left and right. Uh, I think the Clippers are out of contention. I'm sorry. It, it hurts me to say it, but I think they're out of there. Usually by this time of year, I can be like, I can go down the list of teams and be like, nope, 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 no. Just red check, red X marks on all these teams. And be like, they're not winning the title. They're not winning the title. Like last year, I've been like, yeah, no, the Jazz are not winning this. Nope, this team isn't going to get there. Dallas is not going to get there. We said it. We said last year, we were like, Memphis is not going to get there. You know, I narrow it down. Denver is not going to get there, et cetera. I don't know that I have that same ability right now. You know, in, in the Action Network Slack, folks are, are put a little bit down on Pelicans 100 to 1. And like, I want, you know, usually I'm the one that shuts down fun in that channel to be like, come oh, on, no. guys, let's be, let's, let's be serious. Zion gets back. Like, who knows? Like, you wind up in a two, I'm serious. You wind up in like a 2 7 versus Memphis without Steven Adams, without Brandon Clark with all the stuff going on with Ja, and you got Zion, 
back in the fold with this team that looked horrible for two months, looked looked awesome for two months, looked terrible for two months, and now is like up and down. You know, I can't I can't tell anybody like, oh, that's a bad bet. Like, there's nobody I could say like that's a bad bet. If Dallas gets its shit together, they still have Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. You know, and it's just like. And and for me, especially right now, Jay, trying to find like, what's the buy low spot? I don't know. Cause I don't know who's high right now. Like what's the mm-hmm. high mark in the Western conference. You look at the odds over at FanDuel Sportsbook. Suns are plus 270. Nuggets are plus 290. Makes sense. Warriors are, are next up at plus 440. The six seed Warriors who are this season, mm-hmm. nine and 29 away from Chase Center are plus 440, third best in the West. Grizzlies at plus 440, Clippers at plus 950, Lakers at plus 2100. Like the Lakers in nine are at plus 2100, tied with the third seed Sacramento Kings are going to win the division. I mean, I don't know how to tell people to buy low because I don't know who's high right now. Right. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it sounds crazy, but the, the buy low would have to be the Nuggets there in theory, like not at the favor, right? Because you're saying right. the, the Suns are still the favorite at plus 270. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I'd have to just take the plus 290 with the Nuggets. If it happened to be Nuggets and Pelicans and they did make it that far, I think the Nuggets uh, would end up getting it there just because the Pelicans would still struggle offensively. Even with Zion there, um, the bench, they would still struggle offensively. I feel like mainly when the bench comes in. So, Call me crazy, but I do think this is the Nuggets year to lose it. Like if they if they miss it this year, I mean, I'm not especially with the reinforcements they have. I don't know. I'd be surprised, man. I'd be surprised if they didn't get there. All right, let's do some best bets for the Monday slate. You got best bet for me for Monday? Yeah, I mean, you kind of just alluded to it too. I'll tell you this: I'm not taking it overnight. I'm gonna wait until I get the best number. I'm taking the Dallas Mavericks tomorrow, Matt. I know it's ugly. This is one. This is one I have to Luca. Look, but Luca will be out. I mean, I'll explain it later. But Luca will be out, and that's when I like the Mavs. I believe they're four and one straight up without Luca. If I'm not mistaken, it could be four and two, but they play a lot better. I actually think that he's the problem right now, as much as they people think that it's Kyrie. All right, uh, I've got two for the Monday slate. First one's going to be the under in Philadelphia, Denver, two twenty eight and a half. Um, and then the second play that I'm going to have is, I think I want to talk about this one because I'm not sure I'm leaning towards wolves plus five and a half versus the Kings. Okay. And we got to talk about it. Let's, uh, let's get into, into the Mavs. All right. So Mavs, as you mentioned, Luka Doncic picks up a 16th tech, uh, versus the Charlotte Hornets and their second loss to the Hornets. Um, Bryce McGowan's who's a 29% shooter on the season looked great in that game today. Really impressed with that kid. Horn, like the young Hornets. This is the first time I've looked at the Hornets, like the young dudes, like JT Thor, Bryce McGowan, some of these younger dudes have been like, okay, like there's something there. It's been a while since I felt that way about, about the Hornets. Um, Dallas is a one-point favorite on the road versus Indiana. Indiana, obviously, shifting priorities. They have let go of the rope. They are they seem fine with how this is going to go. You mentioned it. The record with Luka and Kyrie together is poor. The record with Luka without Kyrie is poor. But give me your cap for this one man i know Kyrie's banged up he's not 100 percent. i mean he has a bum toe but he's i feel like he's trying to do everything he can to help these young guys out to help the team 
Tyree Irving, this is what people don't know. He's actually being more of a team player right now than Luka Dungeons. I really think Luka's the problem right now. He slows the team down. Remember, they want to run fast pace. They want to get up and down. Luka's walking the ball to court, and they're getting pissed off at him for not playing any defense. That's what I believe the talk was at halftime about. Luka's not playing a lick of defense, and he's all, he spends half his time out there uh, talking to the refs, man, trying to complain for foul calls here. So uh, first game home off a four-game road trip for the Pacers. They've played seven of their last eight games on the road so they come back to the house they do have the milwaukee bucks on deck which i mean the pacers aren't really getting up for any of these games right now they're starting benedict Matherin and sitting buddy hill that lets me to believe that they're trying to play the young guys here and we've come we've heard it come out of carlisle's mouth as well they're switching up lineups they're kind of playing for next year right they don't even really they really had an outside chance to make the play in turn but it, it seems to me as if they've given up this is an absolute must win spot for the Mavs. it doesn't mean that they are going to win it but um i'll go with it uh I found some some old uh, casino tickets. They were with the Mavs as well. No lie, I'm telling you, I had took them on the money. I said, this is epiphany right now. I'll take the Mavs tomorrow. It's a back-to-back. -back. But uh, I'll tell you this, I'm not taking a minus one. Let's wait to see what's up with Turner. Luka will be out. The Pacers might flip to a favor here regardless. I like to I like the Mavs here. Um, any I like them up to minus three in this game. Um, give, me the, uh, give me the Mavs here, full game. Mavericks are hoping to get the 16 technical on Luka Doncic rescinded. Don't think it's going to happen. Please, so please no. Please, I do not want Luka. If you see Luka here, do not bet this. Game. Do, do not bet if the best player on the team is playing. Got it. This very a very NBA cap. That, no, that's a no. I like it. I like it regardless, man. In all honesty, I don't give a damn who plays. Mavs getting a win tomorrow. All right, uh, I like under 228.5 in Nuggets, Sixers. I'll have a same-game parlay up on this. You can catch in the app as well. Um, I project this down at 220.5, so I've got an 8.5-point edge here. Uh, the under in Nuggets home games has been terrific this season. It is a kind of a hidden gem that if you are keen to it because of the perception of the of the Nuggets, you wind up feeling differently. Jay kind of mentioned it, that there's this idea – the of who they are they actually kind of when they're when they're in denver they actually do defend they tend to lock in and this is a bigger game for them um the under in nuggets home games this season 20 16 and one that's uh it's roughly at 55 percent. it's good enough for me to get home here on especially with the edge uh if, if harden doesn't play obviously limited offense for the sixers tired spot for the sixers three and four the bigger thing here is just going to be pace, though. This is just – it's going to be a lot of Jokic and Embiid. It's going to be a lot of walking the ball up. The Nuggets play slow at home. Um, I had the under in that game the other night with the Bucs, and even though the Bucs, like – those two teams went out, and they were hitting everything in that first quarter. It was awesome shot-making. Good defense. Guys were just making tough shots, and I was like, oh, I'm dead. We still hit the under in that game because the pace slowed down as the game went on, and that's going to happen more and more in altitude. It's going to happen more and more on this West Coast road trip. The line on this is five. I've got it 5.3. So it's right around where I think it should be. I think this line's appropriate. I will tell you, this is, I could never bet Denver here. There is no situation in which I could bet Denver. I could only bet Sixers. I do not have a number edge on it based off of how good Denver is at home. So I will not, you know, even if MB, you know, MB plays, MB doesn't play, I can only bet Sixers. And I don't have an edge on it. But I will say that, you know, if there's an opportunity to bet live, with the Sixers, if the Nuggets go up early, I will probably look for Sixers again um, live just because I do think that the motivational edge, I 100% I believe that the Sixers, and particularly Joel Embiid, wants to win this game more than Nikola Jokic and the Never Nuggets do. And so to me, that's enough of, a, of an edge, but I don't like the number, so I'm not going to play it. But I like the under here. You got thoughts on the biggest game of the night tomorrow versus the Sixers and the Nuggets? 
I wouldn't be so the Nuggets have the advantage uh, in the first quarter in theory, especially we've been at the house of uh, back-to-back home games. But um, yeah, I could only look towards Sixers as well. I would really like to have Embiid in there. Um, and Harden is expected to play from every from whatever for my info that I have is, is he's expected to come back this game. So personally, I would wait for the total to go up a little bit. I do think it's gonna go. I do think it's gonna go up at least a couple of points when Harden gets ruled in. Obviously, Embiid that could fluctuate, but five straight unders for the Nuggets here. Um, they've been playing at the slow space in the NBA in the last five games. So definitely couldn't talk you off talk you off of under. This will be a defensive playoff style type of game. I was I was kind of looking towards the under here as well. Other one. All right. So the Kings can clinch their first playoff appearance since 2006 with a win tomorrow. They're at home versus the Timberwolves who are on the second night of a back-to-back after a big road win versus the Warriors. Kings are five and a half point favorites. So I start from a number perspective. Okay. If we ignore the context of the situation, I've got this Kings minus two. Even if, you know, the books like to attach two, two and a half for, for the back-to-back, I think that's excessive, right? These guys know how to do it. It's been done. I think if we look at the matchup, I don't hate the matchup with you got Towns and you got Gobert. It's a lot of physicality. This Wolves team is a better defensive team. I think the people kind of realize um, they are. And so, like, leans a little bit that way. So I, I've got a number edge on it. Wolves this season on my back-to-back are seven and five ATS. So I lean this. I lean towards Wolves. I just don't know if I want to be betting. You talk about a motivation spot. I, what I want to ask you, and you're really good with these kind of caps, Jay. I don't know if this is a, a spot where the Kings are going to be, there's so much tension and energy in the building. Mm-hmm. If that pushes them or if it makes them nervous and they tighten up a little bit and the Wolves are able to hang in there and get it done because like, the Wolves, like, the Wolves are in this thing. They're in the play-in. Like, it's every game. Every night's a playoff game for the Minnesota Timberwolves. They got to win every single night. Um, so, they're, like, they're living in pressure, right? Five and a half. I think these teams are closer than that number indicates, especially with Catback. Mm-hmm. And so, I kind of lean towards Wolves here. But it, it, there's that part of me that's just like, really? This is, like, the biggest night of the Kings season in 20 years? And you're going to bet against them? So I wanted to get your thoughts on what the motivation spot is. Well, first off, the Wolves have already beaten them in this spot. They, they came off a back-to-back. I don't have the exact spot pulled up, but they came off a back-to-back. I believe it was a loss, though, and they came in there and beat the Wolves. by. Uh, they beat the Kings by uh, by four points, 138-134. And what's crazy is the Sacramento Kings are the third-worst team in the NBA with the rest advantage. And it's crazy because that's where you're supposed to take advantage of teams. But they're 7-14 and against the spread in those spots as well. So I do remember a scenario where the Wolves did get it done. They do own the season series, too to one um i was with you i was leaning wolves as well but i didn't expect them to beat the wolves i mean the warriors tonight though so they are coming off a high they do need every win but i'll be honest i'm kind of i'm i'm scared to fade the kings right now especially at the house fox did up, get upgraded to questionable so whether his squad is 100 or not looks like he's probably going to play here so the line could get better and you always know when the player is coming back from an injury you never know when they're going to sit out the back-to-back so i do think anthony edwards or carthony towns possibly could sit this game out if i had to guess one it would probably be car anthony towns i think anthony edwards would suit up if he could so i lean timberwolves here as well but i would wait to it you could probably get uh north of seven here once you see who i was playing i definitely think one of those guys are sitting on this back-to-back though yeah let's wait let's wait let's uh i'll say that it you know keep download the app turn on the notifications i might put this one in but i want to see one what the injury report looks like for the wolves tomorrow because wolves may be like look we got the warriors win like we can't I, we can't burn ourselves out even though we were in such a tough spot. Um, 
especially with Cat coming off of injury and Ant coming off of injury. You're right. Let's wait for the injury report. Plus, it's early, but a lot of the early money is already coming in on Kings. So, Matt, one thing. I was looking at the under in this one. I know Fox yeah. is going to come back, but you mentioned Timberwolves being that great of a um being great of a defensive squad, even if Cat sits or I mean, obviously that's going to hurt their offense. As long as they have Gobert and Jaden McDaniels out there, the defense is going to be great. Guys like um Kyle Anderson as well playing some good defense, and the Kings at the house they've been playing playoff style type of games. I think this one goes under. It should be somewhere around two forty, close around two forty, two forty one when Fox comes in. Um, I think this will be a playoff style type of game, and it'll go under. So I have numbers for this at uh, for under. The problem for me is the Kings o- overs and Kings home games are 24, 12, and 2, 67%. So like that that trends enough for me to just be like, just let's let's not go try and go against how good the Kings offense is. I like Kings unders on the road because their defense, I think, plays a little bit better than expected. And everyone kind of expects them to always be these high gunning affairs. It's really just at Golden Center. So um, I'm going to stay away from that one, but it's an interesting one to look at. All right, that's Jay Money. You can follow him on Twitter at Jay Money is Money. Our thanks to David Payne, our producer. Appreciate him helping us out with the episode. We'll be back tomorrow with another Best Buds episode. It'll actually be Sean Little, Jay Money, and Albert Win, the analyst capper, tomorrow night for your Tuesday episode on Tuesday morning for the Best Bets episode. Make sure to follow Jay on Twitter at Jay Money is Money. You can follow me on Twitter at HP Basketball. Download the Action Network app. Check out the playoff picture. And we'll see you guys again next time. Till then, let's get buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.